Counselor Accents Podcast. Two school counselors who love their jobs. Oh, and they happen to have Southern accents too. Bless their hearts. I'm Laura Ranklin. And I am Kim Crumley. And together we are Counselor Accents, two school counselors who are in the trenches with you. We know what you're going through because we're living it every single day. It's just being together has thrown me. It took me a minute. We are in our brand new office. I don't know if people are watching this or not, but it's like I want to tell them that it's campy. <laughs> it's campy. All I can say is it's it's campy. Well, so, it reminds us of one of our favorite places, and that's why we love it so much. We lo- it's like you have stepped back in time with this wood paneling, and should we paint it? No. No, because it... It's going to come back in style. And one of our favorite places is the Grand in, Hotel yep. in uh, Fair, Fairhope, Alabama. Alabama. And it is like a step back in time. So we are a step back in time and definitely our office is in, in this, a step back in time. So this is the first time that we've got to be in our office and do a podcast. Yes, we're so excited to have. And the sound place. is awful, but we are I want to say we're going to get this finished. We say it every week. But I have been told that we could put sound panels in and a rug and different things. And I see your microphone on the table up there, which is an improvement. We're not using it in the room. We're not using it, but yeah, it's here. So I feel very (laughs) optimistic. Yes. So this is, this is, uh, we've been working all day in our office and um, maybe we'll do a tour one day of the whole thing, but we have taken post-its and placed them all around the room and with all the different things and so that's what we've been working on today and it's been so much fun we're excited so we have not gotten together or had a conversation with our audience since uh fall break where you took this dream trip i did you took took a dream trip trip you took your parents on this trip i did i did and so I like the whole thing was intriguing to me. Absolutely, you took this tour of New England, uh-huh. and uh, so I take my mother, as you know, every year. And uh, since COVID, we had not been on a on a big trip, and so, but generally, that's our plan: is once a year, I take my mom on a just us a like a week long trip somewhere. So we've been to some great places and we both are history, big history people. So we've, we've done some, you know, some fun history trips and different things. So anyway, she had never been to Vermont. And since it was fall, she wanted to go to Vermont. I hear the leaves are beautiful. Oh my goodness. Yes, they are. They're gorgeous. So our Vermont friends, hello, our Vermont friends. Uh, especially our Vermont friends that helped us edit our book. Oh, goodness. <laughs> we owe you. Too. Maureen, thank you. Uh, so anyway, my dad is, was looking very pitiful, and this was a big trip. And so this, we broke our rule, and we asked my dad to go okay. with us. So unbeknownst, is that a word, to my dad and mom, 
is because it's fall in New England, I had booked really in advance. So my dad going was a new kink in this whole plan because then I had to call every bed and breakfast to tell them, you know, you know, a bed and breakfast, you don't bring in, you know, a hotel, you sneak another person in. Right. They don't care. Right. But a bed and breakfast, you can't sneak a person in. You know, I mean, it's like hell, they show up at breakfast, right? The next yeah. morning. It's like, mm. and so I had to call every place and everybody was so it just kind of worked out either I had, they helped me find something else or, you know, they were able to, to uh, open up another room. If something worked out, it was just wonderful. It, and even the place in Vermont and, and this was supposed to be in Stowe, Vermont. So I know we have Vermont listeners and, you know, Stowe is the quintessential fall town. Like that is the poster that you see up for America fall foliage. Oh, wow. So Stowe, Vermont is the place. So we literally went all over New England. Every state in New England we hit. So we drove quite a piece across the state of Vermont to get to Stowe, Vermont. But let me back up. When I called the bed and breakfast in Vermont, the man's name was Handsome Bob. (laughs) That was really his name. That's why he told me to call him. Okay. I hope Handsome Bob is not listening. I have changed the name because I'm scared of him, but it's very close to Bob. Okay. (laughs) Handsome Bob tells me, call him Handsome Bob. And I thought, this is so cute. All I can picture is the Bob Newhart in Vermont. Handsome Bob. And I tell him, I want to bring my parents, Bob, but you have us booked in a room with two twins. He said, you're not going to find another place. And so he said, so I'm going to open up the bunkhouse for you. He said, I use it only in the winter when skiers come. He said, so I'm going to open up the bunkhouse for you. It sounded a little, you know, I'm just picturing me being this big bunkhouse by myself. But I thought one night I can do anything. Sounds like an adventure. It does. It sounds like an adventure. I'd say yes. Well, handsome Bob texts quite a bit and called my school. Oh, yeah. And I thought, wait, wait, wait. Called my school. Called my school. When you were there? While I had not left yet. They start, he started the relationship with everybody. He starts the relationship with my secretary. She's called him Handsome Bob. Hey, Handsome Bob called. And it's just kind of, you know, whatever. So you have not left for your trip yet. Handsome no, Bob Handsome Bob is already calling. We're, we formed a relationship. Okay. And you know me, I'm like, me and Handsome Bob's best friends. Oh, yeah. So, um... We get we we're we're we stayed I think in uh, maybe where LL Beanie is the store that big store and I think it's in it's not in Newport Northport something like that all everything's a port up there because it's up the coast so then we we head across to Vermont it's late and we get to Stowe and I have it in my you know GPS I'm past Stowe and I'm going up into the mountains and he calls handsome Bob calls. And I am a little less into this whole, now I'm getting a little nervous. And it's he, getting dark. And he calls and he says, where are you? This is Handsome Bob. And I said, I'm about five minutes away. He said, you're six minutes away. How did he know? I don't know. So my mother and daddy are looking at each other. Like, what does Kim drug us into? So we drive up and it is past Stowe. 
it is passed though up into the rural area. Okay. So, and I'm still very optimistic and it's getting that not quite dark. So we drive up and I'm thinking I'm seeing what I'm seeing, but it's just this rambling house where you're not sure where the door is. Okay. Okay. But handsome Bob comes out. He has food on his belly (laughs) and his beard. Oh, oh yes. Very unkempt, if you will. Oh, handsome Bob. But like a moth to the flame, I do not turn my car around and leave. I paid for this. And it had this is an expensive trip. So I'm like, I can do anything for one night. So he meets us at the door and he goes, you know, greeting. He talks like that, like greetings, welcome. If you'll enter the parlor. There's no parlor. There's parlor. The door's off the hinges oh my word we, it looks like this wood paneling when I walk in it's like I had walked in this whole this bob that we have going it's like dirty afghans from the 70s is his decor the tv is blasting he's talking about like I bet you like to watch and he knows things that are local to us it's like he has studied me oh my goodness yes. So he says, we pass through what is the kitchen, and I'm using quotes, and he has a collection of refrigerators, not matching refrigerators, just a collection of old refrigerators. And he says, would you like to chill anything? And my dad leans into my ear and said, yeah, like besides your dead wife that you have put in the refrigerator. So we're like, no, thanks. He said, would you like tea? Which is cracking me up. What are we going to drink out of? The dirty dishes? A Snoopy cup from 1930? I know. Now you get the picture. Yeah. He says, points to where we're going to have breakfast in the morning. He said, we're going to eat between 8.15 and 8.30. And he points to the breakfast area, which, if I'm lying, I'm dying, is a picnic table on block. So I am like, of course we're not, you know, of course we are all like, we all have, I could see my parents, like all the blood has drained from their faces. But again, we continue on the tour. And you're thinking, it's, it's so, it's got to be good. It's got to be that. Well, I mean, I'm telling you, I'm thinking how we can get out here alive. Okay. His son, I'm assuming, walks through. In his sweatpants and sweatshirt, reaches in the ice like opens the ice thing up in the refri- one of the four refrigerators, puts his hand in, pulls out ice, and oh, drops it into a cup. No. So anyway, so you are you're allegedly supposed to stay in this, this with the family. With the family. <laughs> so he said, I, "Let me take you to the master suite." Now I've been taught he thinks this is an upgrade. When it was my mom and I, it was two twin pants. I, I, I shiver to think. But now we've been upgraded to the master suite for my parents. So at this point, were you thinking, were you still thinking I need to get out? Or maybe the master suite, maybe you're going to open the door. And oh, it's I know. Oh, right. I am like, I am not going to get out of here, but I can't get out of the tour. Yeah. So he takes us into the master suite. And you know when a bed is not made up, it's just thrown over the pillows. Uh-huh. And just family pictures and clothes are in this room. And he said, you have your own bathroom. Like that is going to be the selling point. 
So we walk back into, I am not sure what parlor this is because there were parlors. So this is another part of the rambling house that we go back into, another TV blaring. And he says, um, my dad said, well, where is she staying? I don't know if he thinks I'm going to make a stay there. Like my his daughter, you know, my 70-something-year-old dad is going to get He's, where is she going to stay? Talking about you. Yeah, pointing okay. to me. Where is she going to stay? And he said, patience, patience. <laughs> and that is what we're going to start saying to each other. The fact that you haven't already been saying that. Well, I haven't got to tell you this full what story What a opportunity. It's patience, patience. And I'm like, like, we're so excited to see what is in store for my room. So at this point, were you thinking... Were you giddy with excitement about retelling this story or were you just No, kidding? no, no, no. And that's going to be the next part of my story, okay. the feeling that overcomes me. So anyway, I have ceased to call it handsome Bob, handsome Bob. We're not even that, I'm not the giddy, you know, chuckle, chuckle, we're best friends. I am like shut down. All the blood is drained from my body. So we go up the stairs and all I remember about the stairs is there were no car, it was, it was just like planks for wood. I don't like, I don't know. But as we went up them, I'm not kidding you. I am not like, he said, my daughter will no longer be visiting this weekend. So you're going to be in her room and we're going to be sharing a bathroom. Oh, oh. So I pass handsome Bob's room. His bed is completely unmade door wide open and we're in it's the bathroom is between his bedroom and my bedroom so we go into the daughter's bedroom and her picture is hanging on the wall from 1980s i'm not kidding you the hair you know the hair up and it's the over the shoulder look you know Mm -hmm. how the 80s would be really weird those photos that's hanging and so we go in and he said she collects blankets and there were, this bed was covered in not, nothing but just filthy blankets, oh just blanket upon blanket upon blanket upon blanket upon blanket. <clears throat> and I am like, we're going to go get something to eat. So we creep back down the stairs and I, the the back of his house was on a river so it was the river was beautiful so we stepped out thinking i'm just i'm not going back through this rambling house i'm going out the nearest door which is out back and then i'm headed to the front of the house and we're out of here so i go out the door and i say we're going to get something to eat hoping handsome bob you know allows us to leave it's like we're at the hotel california and i said can i can i just walk around and he goes I wouldn't just like that, just like that. I wouldn't. And I'm like, oh my gosh. I don't know what was around there. It was grown up. It was, it was a nightmare. So anyway, we get back in the car. Nobody says anything. It's like we are when that, when that old feeling comes over you, that funk that comes over you, like you can feel the, the oppressiveness. It came over all of us. Like we were just like not speaking at all. We were just in this daze. So we go back and I'm, you know, I've driven all day long. It's getting dark. 
I really don't know anything about this area. They said, <clears throat> I know that there's a mountain that we can go over to the next town, but that just sounds scary in itself going over the mountain. Yeah. So anyway, it might, I'll just tell, not to hurt your feelings, Laura, but I might as well have been in the backwater in Tennessee. <laughs> I mean, I'm telling you. So we go down to a hotel down back into Stowe and I, I'm just aimless at this point. So I just walk into this hotel and I, I'm like, do you have anything? No, and they're not. And she, they were kind of like chuckling at me and they were like, no, no. We're, but I, they could see the distressed presence that I was, you know, that I was. So they said, we're going to find, we're going to help you find something. They found like, I'm not kidding you, like a Motel 6 or uh -huh. something. I was going to have to drive an hour and a half and it was going to cost me like $400. So I get back in the car and I'm like, that's defeating the purpose of even us driving all day to get to Stowe. Yeah. You know. So I am, I lift up a prayer, open up hotels tonight and put in and automatically something comes up that we see across the road. Like I see the place across the road and I'm like, I grabbed it and it was, it was the Bluebird. It is a motor lodge, but it's a delightful motor lodge. It's 480 yeah, hotels tonight. Yes. Everything, yeah. everything. Cause it's fall in New yeah. England, right? So I grab it. I grab it. And I walk in to that place and I, th I, I went unto the man. And by this point I I've lost all color. I'm like, and I said, please tell me this is real. Please tell me I have not spent this money for yet another fiasco. And he said, absolutely. He said, somebody just canceled and you popped up immediately. I asked no questions. I did not tell them anything about my party. So it, all they know is it's me. They don't know. I take it. And uh, he gives me chocolates. This man gives me chocolates. He can see I'm very upset, you know. So we go into the room at the Motor Lodge, and it is like a queen size <laughs> for the three of y'all. For the three of us, you, your mom, and your me dad, me and my mom <laughs> and my dad. So, if you will, Laura, I want you to picture three people and me in the middle: the fifty-five-year-old with the two seventy-something-year-olds, all squeezed up in bed together, and I am holding on for dear life to my mother and my dad's hand because I was still handsome Bob coming to get me. It became humorous. Uh -huh. The next, even that night we started like chuckling a little bit about it. And by the next morning, we, the, the, the humor of it, as I lay in bed together, we kept going. <laughs> but I forgot to tell this part. I called my husband and I said, Philip, we, I, you're gonna have to do something about that's the bomb. I'm not calling back. I'm not going back. I said so. Somebody probably needs to tell him, or he may have. You know, I, I you're gonna have somebody had to tell handsome Bob. So he said, I'll, I'll call handsome Bob and I'll deal with it. I said, then you delete. I'm blocking him, and I want you to block him. And Philip said that's when I found it. He said he's been calling me all day. Where where is she? He had been calling my school. Oh my goodness! So my nieces and nephews and and adult child all were like, "Kim, how did you miss the like? 
so they looked at the pictures and they looked at the reviews. I don't know how this happened, but his reviews were from 1980 and they were bad. Oh I don't know goodness. how I missed that. I saw I saw a place in Stowe. It looked campy. And I'm like, that's fine. It was not fine. It's a cautionary tale. So the rest of the trip, I was so nervous about every single bed and breakfast we went to. Because in New England, I mean, some of those places you're staying are 1700s. And I'm yeah. like, I have no idea. Everything else was delightful, beyond delightful. But that that was that is a story horrific it was it and then i have heard i have not saw it i've heard there's a commercial about i think it's verbo or or maybe it's a, a hotel i don't know i don't know who does the commercial where they go in and it's like they collect dolls and they leave the house screaming that was i've not saw that commercial but that's what this was that's i didn't even try to get my money back I didn't give the man. I I want no part of Hanson Bob. I do not want him to know anything about me. I keep waiting for him to show up. And this was at Halloween time. So everything, and it's in New England. Yeah. So everything has that feel anyway. That's all I'm going to say. That's all I'm going to say right there. I've been to Salem, you know, on this trip. And I felt like, okay, this is scary stuff. Anyway, Laura, I'm back. We are back uh, at it. I am back for my trip. You went on a cruise. I did. And I hope your cruise was as delightful as my New England. You trip. know, I don't know that it measured up to the, the your experience, <laughs> but we had a wonderful time. And I feel terrible that you were struggling through, like, barely made it out alive. I, I, there, I have thought about how much that would cost to stay there. Like, how much you'd have to pay me to stay okay. there. It would be substantial yeah but I will tell this and I don't know if you know this this is another little thing from our trip while we were in Boston at the front of the freedom trail we went into like where you start you know it's like a little info center and the guy says hey y'all are from Alabama and they're from Alabama you know people oh, you're, yeah. you're like well how would I know the other person from Alabama yeah. we literally looked over and they were like well I Mr. Hook, which is my dad, and they he drove his bus. My dad had drove his bus years before. So, I mean, what what are the odds? Yeah. Stuff like that. That's fun. But, you know, we had a really good time. And you had a good time on your cruise. We had a good time. Yep. It was our first cruise, so we did not know what to expect. And I just imagined all of us going overboard. I had Googled statistics. No, you like, have not. Okay. Yeah. So, you're just picturing like a little boat that you just, yes. everybody's just falling off. Yes. Because it happens. It, 19 people a year go missing on cruise ships. And I just thought, well, we're four. Four out of the 19. <laughs> we're it. We're so, um, yeah, I had Googled the statistics and safety and everything. But it was wonderful. It was so much fun. I will say that there were so many times that I thought, man, if Kim were here, we would be having the best time. Which we did have the best time. But, I was, but if you were with me. Well, the thing is. You better say. I know how you and I both love theater. We love Broadway right. shows. Yes, yes, yes. So we went to the uh, shows right. that the cruise ship offers. And I was expecting like Fox Theater. You Phantom were expecting Opera. Wicked. You were expecting, expecting Wicked. Wicked. Yes. And so that's what I imagined. And then these people come running out. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, there's a difference between cruise ship and, and you're like, you just served. 
me my ice cream that yes. I got when I, yeah. And, and now you're up doing a Broadway dump. And it's so true. And there were and a couple so of funny. people that I thought, okay, there had to have been a performer that got sick just now. And this is the same <laughs> thing that they said, okay, you, you'll have to, you'll do. But um, one of the things that was really funny is eh, before the cruise began, like months before, mm -hmm. you can get on Facebook and join a group of people that are going on your exact cruise. Oh, okay. So people start to post, hey, what's everybody wearing? What are you bringing? Packing you it? Yeah. So it's like you get to know people before okay. you get on the cruise. So there like was, I did Handsome Bob. Like you did <laughs> there was but did I really know Handsome Bob? Well, there was this one woman that started to stand out pretty soon on. Like she was posting a lot of things like, all right, fess up, who all single, ready to mingle. And so then people were posting things and you take a look at her. Somebody said, well, I want to know who all the hot moms are. So she posts her picture. And I mean, I guess hot is relative. I don't know if she meant temperature. I don't know if she was. I guess handsome's relative. <laughs> relative. So she posted her picture and um, I admire the confidence. That's all I'm going to say right there. But um, the people that we went with, you know, I'm going to turn everything into a game. Yeah. So I said, if you can get a picture with her in the background, that's worth one point. If you get a picture with her, that's five points. And we're going to see who can get the most points. Turns out we were not the only ones doing that on the cruise. Everybody on the cruise that had been in that Facebook group, they, they had decided we're playing the they game. They were playing the same game. Yes. And so. She decided she wants to go viral now. She said, everybody's been asking me for a selfie. She said, I'm going to go viral for the cruise She's line. the perfect person to do that. Yeah. So now I see it. Of course, the cruise is over. And I see her posting on Facebook and like three people, her and her mom and her <laughs> best friend are the only ones liking it. But she's determined to go viral. I love her spirit. I, I love it. I love it. Yep. But other than that, the first time I've heard that story. Yeah. And and one of the things that we took away from the cruise and travel is that well, one day the thing we will it, we will all get our school counselors friends together and do something. That was one of the things. I was sitting there and I was thinking, you know who needs a cruise? School counselors. Because of everything that we have to deal with and just we don't it, it we never turn it off. And That's so not. Getting away for a week where you don't have access to your email, you don't have access to your phone, any of that stuff. I thought we need that. We need that. And so I thought we've got to schedule a cruise. So we'll put a poll. If we did a counselor accents cruise, would you be tempted to attend? Absolutely. Oh, we're I, I, a poll. I, I, I thought I was the first one. Yeah, yeah I'll go. Well, let's talk about something that we have coming up that, that we've been working on all day today. Yep. We have um, the thing is. One of the main questions that we're asked when we go out places or when we get emails, it's about behaviors. Yeah. Behaviors have escalated across the nation and people that have been in education for 40 years, people that have been in education for four months, are we're all scratching our heads saying, okay, what do we do now? So we have decided to host a virtual behavior conference. We're calling it Behavior Detour Conference because that's what it feels like educators yeah. across the nation have had to do. You think you're on one track. You think that education is going to look one way, but then we're all having to take a detour. And how many times have you had a conversation with a teacher who has said, I didn't go to school to be a counselor. I didn't go to school to be a special ed teacher, but that's what I'm doing every day. Is that's exactly. We hear it 
all the time and rightly so because we we're not prepared educators are not prepared we're no one no one expected we knew that behaviors were already heading in a direction and then after COVID it just expedited everything and and there's all kinds of you know social media there's all kinds of reasons that you know we have for the change in behavior and it's like I told a new teacher just Friday who you know is ready to like I I don't know if I can do this the only people who are going to be ready to do this are those teachers who are growing up now and this is going to be the world but even if you just graduated this your professors that they they're not they they don't know so to answer our question we have been doing a lot of talking to a lot of leaders and asking them questions and asking them to help us and asking them to send us things or just to help us in our role as school counselors and how we can help our administrators, how we can help our teachers. And so we thought, what better way than these top leaders? When I say top leaders, I mean the people who understand how the brain works mm-hmm. and strategies, rubber meets the road, all the things. And, and so we were like, why would we not take the people we're asking the questions who we love to listen to and they're fantastic, put them all in one conference for educators because we feel like that meets a need Mm -hmm. it meets a need for us and it meets a need for educators yeah so we are this will be give us some details the date is so looking at all on the walls here we are launching this february 9th so the sessions will be virtual so that means on february 9th you'll have access to the sessions and like you said, these are from some of the top behavior leaders in the country. Um, and then we'll have uh, chats, online chats with some of the presenters. So you can ask some of your burning questions. Um, here's the thing that I want to say. We have an open call for proposals right now. Um, we'll post the link in our show notes. You can also find it on our social media. but. We feel like some of you listeners are going to have some behavior strategies and some wisdom to share. Um, We are paying our speakers a stipend. If your session is selected, you will get a stipend. And one of the things I'm really excited about is you will get, if you decide to, um, we will give each of our speakers an affiliate link. So as a speaker, you can earn 50% back from your ticket sales. So if, if you share it out to your school, for example, and 10 of your teachers decide to sign up for the conference using your link that we assign you, then you get 50% of those ticket sales. So it's a really good deal as far as being a speaker. Um, And then if you think, I don't know about speaking, but I really believe in this and I would like to share this. um, If you want just a link to share out without speaking, you'll get 25% of the sales from your affiliate link. So that's very exciting to me. And if your district is looking for behavior um, PD or behavior ideas, um, if if you make that happen for your district, think about how much you could would come back for you. So you're helping yourself and you're helping us yeah. at the same time. And that's what this is all about. Uh, it's about everybody sharing in that. 
because this isn't just a school counseling conference. This is, we're hoping, an answer to some of the questions that educators in general have been asking. We know that it will be an answer to some of the questions that educators in general have been asking. So this is um, not just for school counselors. So think bigger than school counselors. Absolutely. Because school counselors are kind of the gatekeepers for mental health and social emotional learning. That's what we're looked to looked to for answers. But now it's it's teachers are looking for answers and certainly principals and, and district leaders. Everybody is is looking to um and and it has some of these folks that we're gonna have has changed, has been a game changer for my school and for my district. So just by me being aware of it and being able to share that out. Um, so some of these same people, I thought, why are we not going broader sharing some of this information with everybody? So it's a great way to make money, but also more importantly, is a great way to help our students and be for you to be seen as a leader as uh, school counselors or educators. Yeah. So based on when you're listening to this, the call for proposals will close on November 10th. So I don't know when you're listening to this. If it's January and you're just now catching this, send us an email. Yeah. And if you'd like to present. We'll see. I mean, yeah, I don't I don't know how that would work, but um, we want all the good and all that all the people who. Uh, can attend, especially to get signed up. So um, be looking for the sign up information. There will be an early board through November and December. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, you might want to try to get in on that. We know that um, a lot of people have their purchase orders and different things right now. So you might want to think about that um, for this behavior. But I, I think it could be a I know it will be a game changer in your educational life. Very good. Yeah. Okay. So you're going to post all the things because you know I won't. I will. You're going to put all the things. Yeah. Very good. Okay. All right. So you can follow us on Instagram where we'll be sharing out more information about this conference. You can sign up for our email list where we'll be sharing more information about this conference. You can join us on Facebook, join our Facebook group. Um, you can also purchase our book, Growing Your Program for School Counselors. Um, that's been so much fun having a book released. And thank you all for the pictures you've been putting out on social media and the tagging us in those. That has been just a highlight for us to read those. Anything else? I think that's it. Stay, okay. stay tuned more about our office and our little space. I hope we can... Uh, show more of where we're at, what we're doing. But. And Handsome Bob, if you're listening, I know a lady who is a hot mom. Oh, <laughs> oh I hear what you're doing. The lady from the cruise. Yeah. <laughs> a hot mom and Handsome Bob. We're going to get y'all together. Yep. 